Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. The conference is now in silent mode.
my goodness, thank God for another chance. Thank God, hallelujah, that he is that God, hallelujah, who's full of mercy and full of grace. This is our Bible study. I'm Apostle Darlene, and um, we've been studying the kingdom of God, but because I've had it at a different time, I decided to continue to do uh, the kingdom of God on next Friday at our regular time because I know I don't have the same people, and a lot of people, they, they'll like to listen to the recording, but most people tell me, no, Apostle, I like it when it's live. Hallelujah. They like to be a part especially for the uh, part where we're going to ask if anyone has a prayer request or anything like that. So I don't want to leave them out. And the kingdom of God, it's just so fascinating, and I love it, and I'm learning a lot right along with you, uh, glory to God. But after uh, listening to the song, I see why the Holy Ghost is so smart, hallelujah. And the song was talking about that we're repenting, hallelujah, that we want to do better and we want to live holy and we want to live sanctified and we want to follow his commands. And many of us, that's our idea and that's what we really desire to do. But the Bible says that my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And so for those of you that join me on Morning Glory, you know that I've been talking about how I've been reading the Proverbs aloud and, and meditating on them because just like many of you, I need direction. I need to make some decisions. I want to be a leader that um, is following him. Glory to God. I don't want to make mistakes because at the end of the day, um, those of us that are in uh, uh, offices and God's called us, we're going to give an account for our ministries and how we uh, taught people and what we did. And so it's important to me that I'm hearing from him and that I myself am walking upright. Hallelujah. I don't ever want to be a hypocrite, a glory to God. Uh, we can tell from the reading, the word, that Jesus couldn't stand that. He, he called the Pharisees and the scribes, you know, you're hypocrites. You know, you're, you're, you make the outside of the cup clean, but you don't take care of the inside. You know, you're about traditions of men. He couldn't stand that. And those of us that love the Lord, the same thing. I'd rather you just tell me to my face, you know, I don't like you, you know, I don't agree, than to be a hypocrite and be grinning all in my face, acting like everything is, you know, wonderful, and it isn't. It's nothing worse, you know. I'd rather, if you're a thief, I know you're a thief. I know that when you come to my house, to hide my wallet. Come on. Nothing like uh, uh, somebody hugging you and, and slipping their hand in your pocket at the same time. And that's not just, you know, uh, something that I made up. I promise you that has happened to me. Hallelujah. And so I'm grateful that I, what we're going to do today is the same way we did the um, Psalms, hallelujah, um, during morning glory. I want to do this first um, chapter of Proverbs because it's excellent. And I've read it a lot of times, just like many of you, but I'm finding that in the amplified version, uh, it's, you know, more amplified and it breaks it down more. Um, and then there's another translation that many of you, I don't know if you've heard about. It's a new translation. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's called the Passion uh, Translation. And all of it hasn't even come out yet. They're taking time. And it's so beautiful. And so um, I would like to um, maybe another time or maybe even on Morning Glory um, uh, let you hear some of the um, verses in the Passion Bible. Hallelujah. A lot of it you can't get. You have to buy it, you know. It's, you know, but some of it you can get on um, a different sites. And so um, one day we're going to read that one as well. Hallelujah. But for right now, I just think it's important that we read uh, the Amplified Bible because many of you, just like Apostle, we need some more wisdom. Hallelujah. And then I thought about this morning how um, our uh, 
whole message this morning was based on we need a word from the Lord. And so this is another way that we get a word from him. Hallelujah. Uh, through um, Solomon, you know, the son of uh, David, a uh, glory to God, who when uh, he was visited in a dream uh, by the Lord, he asked for wisdom. And um, after he got wisdom, he, you know, uh, got a lot of um, uh, wealth and other things. Amen. Father, we thank you right now for this time that we're coming together, Father God, to study your word. Father, you admonished us to do that. You told us that if we meditated on your word and studied it, that we would have good success. Father, it's my wish that uh, the spirit of the living God would come and illuminate this word, Father, that it will become a rhema word, and that this word, Father God, will come alive to the people of the Most High God. I think that it will find good ground. I'm so glad, Father, that you're going to hide me, hallelujah, behind the sacred desk. None of Darlene, but all of you, Father, have your way. Speak to your children. Bless them. This word is already blessed. We know that in this word, hallelujah, that we can have good success. We know that in this word, hallelujah, we can be strengthened, corrected, my, 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 and edified. And so, Father, I'm thanking you in advance that it is done, and it is so, because I'm asking it in your name. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Okay, hallelujah. Proverbs chapter 1, the Proverbs, Truths, Obscurely Expressed Maxims and Parables of Solomon, Son of David, King of Israel. Hallelujah. Second verse, that people may know skillful and godly wisdom and instruction. See, I like that already. I want some skillful. Hallelujah. It's nothing worse than being around someone especially a doctor or a man or woman of God or, or a counselor or anybody that you have need of, uh, even if you go into a store to pick out something and you're not sure, you know, how or what uh, to look for, um, it's nothing worse than someone that doesn't know any more than you do. And you can tell when you go in, you're asking questions like, I don't know, I got to ask the supervisor or whatever. It's nothing worse. Whatever you find, how will yourself in, it's important to be skillful. For those of us that are intercessors, and that's everyone on this line, I believe, you know, we need to be skillful in how we pray. We need to know how to uh, hit the target. Hallelujah. If we're a teacher, glory to God, we need to know the subject matter that we've been given to teach on, and we need to be able to teach it in a way that others can understand what we're saying. Nothing worse than a teacher that's trying to uh, give big, eloquent, uh, flowery words. Hallelujah. I can't stand it. I don't like even going and sitting in um. Uh, sermons and services uh, where the pastor is so, you know, excited because he has, he or she has a, a big vocabulary. And I don't know what you're talking about. Hallelujah. And uh, for the most part, I'm not ignorant, uh, but some people, they don't understand that. So if you're a teacher, you need to know how to teach so that the person that has the least, um, uh, you know, uh, knowledge of the subject to the person that has the greatest will get edified by your teaching. And so it's important, and wisdom, Hollywood will teach us how to do that. It says that people may know skillful and godly wisdom and instruction, discern and comprehend the words and understanding and insight. What's the point of us reading the Bible, hallelujah, and we don't understand or we don't comprehend or we have no in insight? And that's what many of us have done many, many times. Many times we've gone in churches and the pastor has preached or taught from a, 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 a passage of Scripture, and we have no clue to what it means. 
for um, those like myself and um, our sister Regina. We were brought up Catholic, and some of you might have been as well. And in that religion, the only person that even gets to read the Bible or speak from the Bible is the priest, because the Catholic religion believes that uh, there's mysteries that only the priests and only special people uh, can uh, discern. Mm. We had a little thing called the Missal. Come on now. And we would read from that, and it just would be a little synopsis of, you know, a certain parts of the Bible. And again, after the synopsis, they would tell you what they thought it meant. And so we're blessed, hallelujah, those of us that have come out of, of those different religions and come into a relationship with the Most High God. It's God's um, uh, perfect uh, uh, desire, hallelujah, that we might get to know him through this word, hallelujah, and that we can understand what he's saying. Amen? It says, receive instruction in wise dealing and the discipline of wise thoughtfulness, righteousness, justice, and integrity. Ooh. You know, in our uh, church, glory to God, the church of uh, Jesus Christ, and I'm not talking about Latter-day Saints, I'm talking about Christianity, hallelujah. Many of us, we don't talk about integrity. I've never seen so many people, glory to God, uh, stand up behind the sacred desk and do things and know that there's no integrity behind it. Hallelujah. Uh, many times they're trying to hoodwink the people or, and, and get them to, uh, to manipulate them and to control them. And uh, sometimes it's just purely just forgiving. It's a, a entertainment. Let me entertain them and make them shout. And as soon as they get into a good shout, I bring it in and I'll take, my, take the offering. How do you know, Apostle? Because I'm a preacher and I've been around a lot of preachers and I know a lot of people and I know the games and the tricks and all those kinds of things. And I made up my mind a long time ago. I wasn't a fake, phony person in the world and I would not now come and be phony. And then it's made it hard for those of us that are the true prophets of God or those of us that do love the people. And so when you do ask, people are thinking, ah, here comes somebody else trying to get in my pocket, not knowing, glory to God, uh, that when you give, you receive. I don't care who it is, glory to God. And so, unfortunately, a lot of people don't have integrity. But this uh, book of Proverbs, if you don't have any, you'll get some. I'm telling you, and for those of you that have read Proverbs, it will step on your toes. Hallelujah. Sometimes we think that we're in a certain place and we're, oh, yes, I've arrived. But when you look, hallelujah, in this word, glory to God, and use this word as a mirror, you'll look back at yourself and you'll find where you're lacking. And that's the good thing. Show me where I've missed it. Like myself, uh, who's come from a big city, you know, skyscrapers and everything, hallelujah. Uh, in New York City, nobody was really trying to be integral uh, for the most part, even in our churches. It was about uh, being important, being seen, getting a dollar, hustle, hustle, hustle. Um, and then in a lot of places, in many of our smaller towns, it's a different kind of story, and that's better. But many of them aren't integral either. Glory to God. But when you read this word, I don't have to measure myself up against um, T.D. Jakes or uh, Billy Graham. No, I have to measure myself, hallelujah, up against this word, hallelujah. And I have to get the reflection of this word. And my goal and your goal is to be like Jesus. You guys already know. You've been around for a minute. She loves her some, um, uh, what's the lady's name? She's tired. Hallelujah. Pray for me. Uh, Heidi, thank you, Holy Ghost. Heidi Baker. You know I love me some Heidi Baker. I think that she's one of the people that walks so closely and, and mirrors uh, Jesus, hallelujah, uh, than a lot of people that I've seen in a long time. 
but I'm not trying to be Heidi. Hallelujah. I want to have some of the things that she has and do some of the things she does, but I'm trying to be like Jesus. And so this word, glory to God, that's what it'll do. It'll take off those edges where you're thinking that you're okay in that area hmm. <laughs> and hurt your little feelings. And so you'll get instruction in wise dealing. Don't you want to be able to deal wisely? It's nothing worse than uh, going somewhere, and uh, for us as women many times, you know, we have to get our cars fixed, and the, uh, the people know when you walk in the door that most of the time we don't know a lot about cars. They can tell us anything. Hallelujah. I was blessed that my father, he had been a mechanic, and, and so a couple of things I did know, and so I could hold my weight pretty much, but still, uh, they knew that when it came to certain things I didn't know, and they would try to always, you know, overcharge me or whatever, and so I said, okay, well, let me just call my father. Or let me go home. I'll be back. And then, you know, if I'll put my father on the uh, phone and I'll, then all of a sudden the price will change. And you know what I'm saying? And so we want to be able to deal wisely. We want to have a, a knowledge, glory to God, so that when the enemy steps to us and we know that's his job, he will, we know how to just to cut him right off at the knees and send him hollering like he does every uh, time we get on the line. Yes, he does. Glory to God. And we want to have a discipline. You know, some of us have discipline in some areas, and then in other areas we don't. But we want to have discipline in every area. We want to be found whole. Hallelujah. Jesus died for us to be whole. Some of us have discipline in, you know, uh, one part of our lives. Some people exercise, exercise. Well, oh, I don't eat that. Or I don't do that. But then, you know, they're, um, uh, they're not giving. Hallelujah. Or they're not treating people right. Hallelujah. And then uh, or they don't know how to uh, bridle their tongue. Hallelujah. And so our whole... Um, a goal, though, is to be like Jesus. He was perfect. He is perfect. Even when he walked the face of the earth, hallelujah. Uh, the Bible says he was the only one that came and didn't sin. The Bible says he was tempted in every area just like us, yet without sin. Uh, I don't know if we're going to make that on this side, but we want to get as close to it as we can because we know that sin is what's destroying us. Sin is what's stopping us, and sin is what's keeping us from being all we can be. And so as we read this word, the Bible lets us know that this word cleanses us. Hallelujah. You still got to put your little butt in the bath, <laughs> but it cleanses the inside. Hallelujah. And it'll tell you, too, when you need to take a bath. Come on now. Ah, yeah, it ain't Shabbat. You get wisdom. Uh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Righteousness. We're his righteousness. But it teaches us. And justice. We'll start treating people in the way that we want to be treated. We'll do justly. We'll walk justly. We'll walk humbly, like Micah says. Hallelujah. Uh, Sometimes we haven't um, meted out justice to others, but then we wonder why we're not getting it back. Hallelujah. Uh, someone I know and love, uh, you know, they're going through something right now. I want to say so bad, uh-huh, I hear your problems, but I want to say to you, uh, look at how you're treating somebody else, mm-hmm. namely me, glory to God. And you really thought that now you're going to go out into the world and everybody's going to treat you wonderful and you're not honoring, you know, uh, your mom. I'm just being real. Mm-hmm. Uh, but justice, hallelujah, uh, uh, God has true justice. Uh, he's a just God, hallelujah. And some people think, oh, he's just mercy, mercy, mercy. Read your word. He also is a God of justice. He has wiped out many a people, hallelujah, and uh, he has not changed. Amen. And so um, people have to understand, and as you read the, the Proverbs, you gain wisdom, and you know that many times, you know, a lot of things that we're going through is because of how we're living and how we're walking. Does that mean he doesn't love us? Absolutely not. He loves us a lot. That's why he left this word. 
But you don't know what to do if you don't read. Hallelujah. How many times have we gotten uh, in trouble because we signed something, especially those of us that we were glad to get a place to stay, so we signed the, you know, the lease. We didn't read all that, you know, legalese, ye and yay and blah, 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 because we didn't even know what it meant. And so then, you know, at the end of the day, we're in trouble because we didn't read and we didn't know. Same thing with this word. Many of us are making some mistakes that we don't have to make, and we'll just read this word. And again, the Psalms, they will encourage you. You can't stay sad reading the Psalms out loud or even making a little tune to it. And you can't say say dumb if you read Hallelujah. I'm talking about me too. Don't nobody get offended. We can't stay, you know, uh, ignorant. Just like when you go to court. Well, I didn't know you couldn't drive 45 in this, you know, thing. I ain't from around here. And what's the judge going to tell you? Ignorance is no excuse of the law. Boop, you're in trouble. Here's 10 tickets. Amen. Same thing for us. We're going through a lot. We're getting uh, hurt a lot because we're not uh, reading and uh, uh, this word. And uh, God left everything that we need to know pertaining to godliness and holiness and how to live right here. Amen. Then it says that prudence may be given to the simple and knowledge, discretion, and discernment to the youth. So even when we were young, glory to God, you know, had we read this word, we'd have prudence. And prudence is wisdom. You know, it shows you when you're prudent, you know how to spend, how to save, what to spend, how to do. Many of us, after we got older and we got saved, you know, then we got godly teaching, and then we were searching, trying to find out some things, whereas some um, – Religions, and I'm going to talk about, you know, the Jewish religion uh, per se uh, right now. I'll use them as an example. You know, from the beginning, they're very wise, shrewd businessmen, you know, but they teach their children from young, you know, how to do, you know, how to have a business and how to save and all those kinds of things. And unfortunately, in many of us in our cultures, we haven't learned that. Hallelujah. So we have to do some catching up. And so if we had learned some things from our youth, many of us wouldn't have married who we married. Come on. We wouldn't have spent like we spent. We wouldn't have done our credit like we did it, but we didn't know. But thank God that he is, hallelujah, the God of a second chance. He is that God that can wipe out debt. He is that God, hallelujah, that can uh, get in the computer. He is that God who can show us from this uh, time forward how to do what we need to do so that we can get blessed. Amen. I'm in the fifth verse, and it says, the wise also will hear and increase in learning. Hallelujah. And the person of understanding will acquire skill and attain to sound counsel, that he may be able to steer his course rightly. Isn't that what I said? I said, some of us, we have a little more wisdom than others. And so those of us that have some wisdom, glory to God, God's going to give us even more. He's going to give us skill, hallelujah, and so that we can get even more. And, and But the thing is, we'll want sound counsel. You know, it's always the ignorant people that don't want to listen to anybody. Have you noticed? And you're trying to tell them something, and when you're trying to tell them, they're so busy trying to tell you. And many times I just sit back and say, wow. Sometimes I'm not saying I'm Jesus, but sometimes I feel like Jesus, like with the woman at the well. Like I want to say, if you knew who you were talking to, I got something that you don't have. Hallelujah. And I would love to give it to you, and God sent me here in your life to give it to you. But you know what? Are you rather not. you rather stay. Stay in, um, in the darkness. That's hurtful. That's hurtful. Hallelujah. But God wants the glory to God. Steer us all in the right course. And many times he'll send people in our lives. He'll even sometimes uh, tell you, 
what happened to me the other day. I was sitting here lamenting about something, and the Holy Ghost said, turn on the TV. And I'm like, oh, turn on the TV? Ooh. You know, usually he tells me, darling, turn off the TV. But when I turned it on, show enough, T.D. Jakes was talking about exactly, when I say exactly, almost verbatim, what the Holy Ghost had just said to me. I mean, he's such an awesome God. He wants to make sure that we're on the right course, especially when we really want to be. Some of us are so worried. I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. God knows that. Hallelujah. The Bible says, he that hungers and thirsts after righteousness shall be filled. He's going to make sure, hallelujah, that you get the knowledge. He's going to make sure that he tells you what book to read, or he'll send somebody uh, to buy you a book, or uh, something will come on, and you'll say, ah, that's just what I need. He will make sure you're on the right course if you really want to get there. So don't start getting worried because you feel like, well, i got to play catch up because, you know, I did this or I messed up. God knows where you are, hallelujah, and he'll meet you where you are, and he'll give you what you need if you stay in this word and you read this word and you learn and you take time talking to him. I'm in the sixth verse, that people may understand a proverb, hallelujah, and a figure of speech or an enigma with its interpretation and the words of the wise and their dark sayings or riddles. And that's that only happens, uh, you start knowing um. Uh, figures of speech. We talked about that one time before, about idiomatic expressions in the Bible. Sometimes people take things literally that weren't meant literally. You have to read and find out the context and where you know it came from. Hallelujah. Just like for those of us, uh, one idiomatic expression in ink for us in English, uh, we might say um, it's raining cats and dogs or um, you know, things like that. And so for somebody in another language, if they hear us, uh, we write in English, it's raining cats and dogs. And so now they're translating it to Spanish. The Spanish person's looking like, mira, I didn't see no rain. I didn't see no dogs and cats falling off the sky. You understand? Because it's an idiomatic expression that maybe in their country, it doesn't make sense. And that's how it's been in the Bible. A lot of times uh, the, the scribes, the people that wrote, the godly men and women that uh, uh, wrote as the Holy Ghost gave them, they put idiomatic expressions in the Bible, and we took it wrong. Hallelujah. And so it's important as you read and you ask for wisdom, God will show you all those things, or he'll take you to a book where you can learn and see. Many of us have study Bibles. Hallelujah. Just like I'm reading this out the Amplified, I have a Bible that has four translations, and one of them is the Amplified along with it, so that when you read it and it's broken down, you're like, oh, so that's what that means. And then you get more understanding. Hallelujah. And as you get more understanding, you get more knowledge. And even the people in the world know that knowledge is power. Amen? Then the sixth verse says that people may understand a proverb. I just read that. Okay. And understand their dark sayings or riddles. Because it's riddles if you don't know. You know, you're like, what? <laughs> what did Jesus mean by that? Or, or what does that mean? Hallelujah. But when you study, glory to God, you'll find out what it means. And many of us, we don't want to take time to study. But let our um, boo say something to us, and we're trying to figure it out. We'll take a whole long time. I wonder what he meant by that. I wonder what she meant by that. I wonder what my kid is doing. What did my kid say? Oh, they just talking about, oh, yeah, this is lit. Lit what? What are they talking about? And you go try to ask all your friends, what does so-and-so mean when they say lit? Do you know the, last, you know, the, the newest expressions? Yeah. And we'll do that to try to find out the people that are around us, uh, what they meant by what they said, 
but we won't take time to study and find out what did God mean. Some of us are watching a show that has absolutely nothing to do with life. Matter of fact, it's burning up some of our brain cells, and we'll rewind it because we didn't hear what Pookie and them said, you know, in uh, Boys in the Hood or whatever. Wait, I wonder what did they say. Let me hear again. What did they say? Mm-mm. When it comes to uh, learning about what your father, the creator, said, uh, we won't take time to do that. Help us, O oh Lord. Verse 7, the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord is the beginning and the principal and choice part of knowledge. Hallelujah. And that's true. The beginning of uh, fearing God, that's the beginning of, of knowledge. Not fearing him in a way that, ooh, I'll scared of God. No. Reverencing him. Reverencing his word. Hallelujah. Understanding that this word has power. Understanding that every word that he said he meant. And so that's why now he wants us, when we say what we say, to mean it. That's why he's told us, watch what you say. Set a watch over your mouth. Hallelujah. Speak words that are edifying. Speak to, your, speak to the mountain. Hallelujah. Watch what you say. Glory to God. Realize that the power and life of death is in your tongue. And that you can speak and call things that be not as though they were. Hallelujah. And you can be ensnared by the words of your mouth. And so when you get that wisdom and that reverence, hallelujah, then, glory to God, things will change. It's starting point and it's essence. But fools, again, I didn't call them fools, but God is, despise skillful and godly wisdom, instruction, and discipline. A lot of times people don't understand, apostle, how come, whatever happened to blah, blah, blah? Listen, apostle took three, four years talking to blah, 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 and after a while, God even said, that's enough. Because fools, hallelujah, they're not going to take wisdom. They're going to still go on on their own way. And to you guys that are looking on the outside, you might think it's looking one way, but you don't know who I'm talking to when I'm not on this line. You don't know who's calling me. You don't know who's texting me. You don't know who I'm going to visit. You don't know none of that. And you don't know how many years and time I've spent. And so sometimes people will, you know, look at something and try to uh, analyze it. And then, you know, you you don't know what you're seeing because you're seeing out the glass darkly. Hallelujah. Same thing for many of us. We see situations. We see marriages break up. We're like, uh-uh. I don't understand because it seemed like, no, no, no. You don't know what happens when them doors close. Hallelujah. And so you can't sit around and try to judge things. Hallelujah. The Bible says after a while, don't throw your pearls to swine. He even told the disciples when they went out two by two, glory to God, to set up churches and to, and to bring people to him. He said, listen, if they don't want it, Shake the dust off your feet and keep on moving. Go on to the next people. And to tell the truth about me and the people that are close to me, know this to be true. I'm the person that keeps on trying when everybody's like, Apostle, leave it alone. No, but I just want to see. Uh-huh. I had somebody today get in touch with me that I had um, asked to leave the ministry because every time we got on the line, they playing games. They talking to their cousin and their brother and they screaming. And I asked them many, many times. You'll just hear me when I'm saying it on the line, but you don't know the times I've called the person and said, listen, I need you to mute your phone or blah, blah, blah. You know, or I think the person might be on medication. I don't know. And I've given them chance and chance and chance. And guess what? Because of the heart that I have, I'm still thinking about, I'm going to talk to them one more time, and I might allow them back on. They won't be uh, praying and none of that kind of thing, and they surely won't be knowing the host code so that, you know, when I mute, that, you know, they can just come back in because they're a distraction. But then again, I have a heart for souls, and I don't want to see their soul lost. And so now I'm waiting. Lord, uh, uh, 
Are they on assignment? Did the enemy send them to, to be a distraction? Or they just need me to be more patient? Do they just need some more help? And so when I get the answer, hallelujah, and I get the wisdom of the situation, then I'll make a decision. And you need to do the same thing. There's some people in your life that they are your assignment. Sorry, it might take 10 years mm-hmm, before they get what you're trying to give them. But if God say hang in there with them, you hang in there with them. And then some people right away, you'll hear the eh in your, in your spirit like, chill, keep it moving. And so when you don't know, though, you know, you wait on God until you get the answer. Hallelujah. But some people, I don't care how much you try to feed them the truth, uh, they're just going to spit it right back out in your face. Hallelujah. A first, my son, hear the instruction of your father. Reject not nor forsake the teaching of your mother. For they are a victorious chaplet, garland of grace upon your head, and chains and pendants of gold worn by kings for your neck. And it's true. Many of us have excelled because we did listen to our mother and our father, even our um, biological mothers and fathers. You know, they did the best they can, and many times they told us truth. Hallelujah. Sometimes you had to, you know, dig hard to get the truth out of it, but a lot of those old uh, sayings that the old wives' tales, as they say, and things like that, many of them had a lot of truth in them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so when you listen to your parents, glory to God, uh, then you're blessed. It's like you have gold, hallelujah, around your neck, glory to God. God honors that when you honor your parents. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. That's, um, uh, you know, we, we have, though, you know, we've been enticed because the Bible tells us we're enticed by the lust of this flesh. This flesh is a mess, isn't it? It's sometimes, you know, you've got to beat this flesh into subjection because this flesh wants what this flesh wants. For those of us on the Daniel Fest, we wasn't thinking about having a cup of coffee. Hallelujah. I'm saying it because that's not one of my things. I'm just talking for me. And, you know, I smelled the coffee one morning. I'm like, mm, this smells delicious. And here I now, the flesh wants some. It only wanted some because we weren't supposed to have it. And that's how the flesh is. It's always trying to entice you uh, to, to do something that, you know, uh, you know, that you shouldn't be doing. You know, and so it just makes it plain. My son, if sinners entice you, do not consent. In other words, uh, like uh, um, uh, what's the lady's name? Mrs. Reagan used to say, just say no. People are like, what she mean uh, for drugs? Just say no. She sounds silly. Well, at the end of the day, the bottom line was, you know, just say no. It was easier said than done, but she was right. Just say no. Because here's uh, Solomon saying the same thing. Just say no. If they say, come with us, let us lie in wait to shed blood, let us ambush the innocent without cause and show that his piety is in vain, let us swallow them up alive as does Sheol, the place of the dead, and whole as those who go down into the pit of the dead. Hallelujah. And then it tells us, you know, we shall find and take all kinds of precious goods. When our victims are put out the way, we shall fill our house with plunder. Now, here's this is what the, uh, uh, the wicked is trying to entice us to do. Isn't that something? And this might sound so out, um, a far-fetched, but, baby, uh, if you know people in gangs, that's what they do. If you watch the first 48, that's what they do. People sit around and, and, and plot, hallelujah, how to get a lick. And for those of you that have uh, been in the world, you know a lick is when you go out and you stick somebody up. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunately, I know too many things I shouldn't. I know. <clears throat> Pray for me. Uh, glory to God. Uh, but they plot and they plan. 
Hallelujah. How to take somebody else's stuff. It says, we shall find and take all kinds of precious goods when our victims are put out the way. Sometimes they're put out the way by a bullet. Sometimes they're put out the way, you know, by just beating them in the head or whatever. But they're trying to get people out of the way so they can fill our houses with plunder. And plunder is, you know, uh, some uh, um, goods and, and things that, you know, you get in that uh, uh, spoils that you didn't deserve you just took from somebody else some of us working hard all the time uh, you know to get your house you know right and here comes somebody that don't want to go to work then some people just can't find work not saying that that makes it okay but I'm saying some people just lazy and they'd rather sit in the house and, and think about how to get your stuff come on now and then you know some people just desperate but whatever the point is you know they're plotting and planning and it says, throw in your lot with us, they insist, and be a sworn brother and comrade. Let us all have one purse in common. Isn't that something? Now, here we are, the saints of the Most High God. We don't know how to come together and have one purse. One purse is that uh, we come together and, and we have a, a common thing. I would love, hallelujah, uh, to be part of a, um, a, a church uh, where, you know, and I have been once. Uh, where, you know, uh, you, if you're paying your tithes and you're doing what you have to do and you really have a, you know, big problem, you know, you can go to the church, you know, and say, listen, you know, I need some help. And, you know, the uh, the committee or whatever, they'll say, well, you know what, this person is a faithful tither. Um, they're going through something. Let's help them. That's how the um, disciples did it. In, you know, the apostles did it in the beginning in the first church. But, you know, it's hard for um, God's people to come together and do something like that. Hallelujah. But look at the devil. Uh-huh how they all put all their stuff together. Mm. Ah. My son, do not walk in the way with them. Restrain your foot from their path, for their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed blood. Whew. For in vain is the net spread in the sight of any bird. Hallelujah. But when these men set a trap for others, they are lying in wait for their own blood. They set an ambush for their own lives. And that's the bottom line. Very, very, really, one in a million, do you see that when these people are doing the wrong thing, do they end up winning? And at the end of the day, unless they repent, they're going to hell. But the thing is, hallelujah, uh, the, but that's what the Bible's letting us know. Don't get excited when you see your neighbor that's selling drugs, riding around with the big car and the, in the big house, or their kids wearing stuff that you can't afford to get for your children. Uh-uh, because sooner or later, glory to God, uh, it's all going to backfire, glory to God, and, and the, 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 you know, the hole that they're digging for other people, uh, somebody's digging for them. Uh, they're busy doing wrong, you know, getting somebody else's stuff, and next thing you know, they're getting shot up uh, for taking somebody's stuff. You know, it's a perpetual cycle that keeps going and going. And the thing is, the person that's sitting back laughing is the devil, and he's excited because now he has enticed somebody else to do something wrong, and his whole motive is to hurt God because he's upset because he's gone, wanted to be God. Hallelujah. But he is uh, uh, the God of this world, unfortunately, and he's doing his thing. But, baby, his day is coming. Won't be long. Mm -hmm. And if you are around, uh, say then, we know you usually are. Take notes. Write it down. Your time is uh, coming to an end very soon. So are the ways of everyone who is greedy of gain. Such greed for plunder takes away the lives of its possessors. And it's true, as we just said. You know, you're being so greedy trying to get everybody else's stuff. Hallelujah. And it's just in vain. Uh, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. She raises her voice in the markets. She cries at the head of the noisy intersections. 
in the chief gathering places. At the entrance of the city gate, she speaks. How long, this is what wisdom is saying, how long, O simple ones, open to evil, will you love being simple? And the scoffers delight in scoffing, and self-confidence fools hate knowledge. How long? That's what wisdom's asking us and everybody else. How long? You're going to just keep, you know, being silly and doing the dumb stuff. How long? If you will turn, repent, like the song just said, and give heed to my reproof, behold, I, wisdom, will pour out my spirit upon you. I will make my words known to you. Lord, I thank you right now that, hallelujah, that everyone on this line, glory to God, we're asking for the spirit of wisdom. Father, I ask that you would saturate us with the spirit of wisdom. The same way you taught us, glory to God, that there's a spirit of prosperity. Father, now we're asking for the spirit of wisdom to go along with the spirit of prosperity. In Jesus' name I pray, and the people of God said amen. Because I have called and you have refused to answer and have stretched out my hand and no man has heeded it, and you treated us as nothing, all my counsel, and would accept none of my reproof, I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when the thing comes that you that shall cause you terror and panic. Now, that's what wisdom's saying. Listen, I'm stretching out my hands. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to teach you. But you know what? You're refusing it. Oh, well, I'm going to laugh. Hallelujah. Mm. When your panic comes as a storm and desolation and your calamity comes on as a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, and for many of us, we are distressed and we have a lot of anguish because we didn't listen. And then some of us, hallelujah, um, uh, we just still being wise in our own eyes, like the third uh, uh, chapter in Proverbs talks about. Be not wise in your own eyes. Well, mama and them said, or my, uh, you know, my husband said, or, you know, my dad said, or my teacher said, my professor said. The professors, they have turned so many people messed up. They are so smart, they're dumb. And many of us, when we went to college, we got dumb too. I told you for a minute, I was like, well, wait a minute. They right. All these religions, it's just because people are weak and they need something to think about. Oh, I'm not sure. Uh-huh. Got people messed up. Mess around and get in an airplane crash and the airplane's going down. Those atheists and those agnostics be the first one calling on Jesus. Mm-hmm. But they got us going wrong. The devil is a liar. Then will they call upon me wisdom, but I will not answer. Mm. They will seek me early and diligently, but they shall not find me. My, my, my. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord, would accept none of my counsel and despise all my reproof. Therefore shall they eat of the fruit of their own way and be satiated with their own devices. For the backsliding of the simple shall slay them, and the careless ease of self-confident fools shall destroy them. But whoso hearkens to me wisdom shall dwell securely and in confident trust and shall be quiet without fear or dread of evil. That's our first chapter of uh, Proverbs, talking about wisdom. Apostle is reading it every day, glory to God, because I need some wisdom. And hallelujah, we all do, glory to God. And so after we do the kingdom of God, I think I'm going to continue to teach on wisdom because we know now there's a spirit of wisdom. I don't know how many times I've read this, Proverbs, this is my first time seeing about the spirit of wisdom. That's what's good about the word. The more you read it, the more you get out of it. Now, I just had got the revelation about the spirit of prosperity, and now here we're finding out there's a spirit of wisdom. I know there's wisdom, but I never knew it was a spirit. 
And so we want that spirit, glory to God, that comes with the Holy Spirit. But many of us have not prayed for it. We've prayed for wisdom. Well, I want the spirit of wisdom because that spirit of wisdom will remain just like with prosperity. I don't just want to be prosperous. I want that spirit of prosperity so that it can uh, be released to others. Come on now. Just like any other spirit can be released. Hallelujah, good or bad, glory to God. And so our children and our grandchildren, we can leave a legacy that they too, glory to God, will have the spirit of wisdom because it will be on us and we can transfer it. Amen? And so if anyone has any questions or any comments, I'm going to unmute the phone and you can go ahead. The conference is now in talk mode. Amen. Anyone have anything they want to say, add? Whatever. Um, Apostle, yeah. um, I just want to say this This is good because while you were speaking, the Holy Ghost reminds me even the smallest word will give you strength. This mm. word, the wisdom, will give you so much strength, not only to deal with ministry, but I can remember this word helped me deal with a team when I worked on my job, when you are leader over other people who are not saved, who do not know or don't know the word, this word will keep you strong. Because when you're working with a team of different nationalities, different ethnic backgrounds, yes, different races, and especially races of your own, when they call you out because mm-hmm. they that they, because you're the same color, that you got to stick up for them whether they're wrong or right. You have to have almost like Jesus, Lord, forgive them because they do not know what they do. Yes, God. This word will keep you, but it will give you, it gave me wisdom and knowing how to be steady, how to be strong, but yet still how to deal with all races, one-on-one and as a group to get my point across, not yelling, not screaming, but just as calm as you can be. Because if I was not have the word in me, let me tell you, I would have like, okay, wait a minute, here we go. But the word will keep you that way. Wisdom will keep you that way. And not especially the spirit of wisdom. Even the world is using the Bible. They may yes. not know it. Come on, but they're using the truth. The Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, um, this company I work for, we have to take a tell. The tell tells me as a leader what the girl's strength is to culture, to bring to the table what she needs to excel. Same thing as your gift. As a leader, you are constantly looking at that person, and you're constantly bringing them out of ministry and bringing them in their gifts so they can excel. What good does it do me to be a leader and they got all that talent, all that anointing, and it's wasting? And this company had things such as if she has this, this talent, she's a servant. I was like, huh? And the Holy Ghost said, that's why you end this word with me and you're taking it on your job because this company is telling you they're working it according to the anointings in them, like the 12 tribes of Israel. 
One person at a time. Only person I want to hear right now is Sister Regina. Excuse me. Go ahead. And, and uh, it was just like, and it says, if she's a servant, it's because she don't even care about making her quota. She just cares about making sure that this customer is taken care of and she's comfortable. So no matter what people say, the word will come back in the natural to do what God wants it to do. So I just thank you for going over this because it's real. Amen. Amen. And that's true. A lot of sayings that we get, they're scriptural based. You know, we think that it's the world. No, every, there's nothing new under the sun. Everything that the enemy, the world thinks that they did, they got it from God. You know, uh, the enemy's an imitator. But isn't that something where the people in the world are using the principles of God and they're excelling and the people of God we're not. And that's, to me, what keeps me going, that makes me get up every day, that makes me get on the line over and over, is I cannot stand to see the kingdom of darkness being blessed while God's people, who he died for, are uh, walking around uh, be perishing for a lack of knowledge. Anybody else have anything they want to say or a prayer request or anything? Thank you, Sister Regina. Were you finished? Is there something else you wanted to say? Oh, I just wanted to just say this last thing. That's kind of how got mixed up because it wasn't what she did. It was just his word. God's word was true, but he just, the devil just do just like he do. Most of us is just twisted mm-hmm. to make us doubt. Are you sure? Right. Well, why you didn't do this? And you have to know that word and you have to know, wait a minute. Mm, no, that's not right. Especially in these last days, we have to know the word. We have to listen. If we, you know, thank God we got it on tape to where if you can't read or you're not too, you know, can't read, at least you can hear it. Faith comes by hearing. So it's like, you know, I thank God for the different opportunities where we can communicate either by reading, hearing, or speaking. So, uh, and Satan just he just he just uses everything to trick the people. And it's us that's suffering, like you said, because the world is doing it because they caught on. But we haven't caught on and all Jesus asked us to do is have faith and believe. Can I say one thing? The thing that to me that's the most hurtful and it bothers me, and I don't know how your rest of you feel about it. Our Oprah Winfrey is has $3 billion, tell your neighbor, $3 billion. And every single thing that the people like about her is scriptural. She adds her own little twist to it. She adds some more, you know, mixture with other religions. But basically what Oprah taught people was to, uh, to listen to yourself and to be kind and to help one another. And all those things are the same things that, you know, Jesus said. But she, like, Confucius and Buddha, all of them, same thing they did. They took a lot of the, you know, sayings of Jesus and added their own flair to it. And this chick is walking around with $3 billion, and here are the people, the Most High God, who are living everything they know to live. You know, we're living uh, hand to mouth. That bothers me. Okay. I had to get that out. (laughs) All right. Amen. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you, my dear. Anybody else have anything they want to add or say or 
prayer requests or any of that, this is your time. Okay, so I know it's more than me and Sister Regina on the line. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Long time no hear. Oh, <laughs> I wanted to say to Sister Regina, thank you for the word. Um, it blessed me. And um, it was very encouraging. And I just thank God for your obedience and, and just sharing, you know, what he has given you. Amen. 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 God bless you all. God bless you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Anybody else have anything they want to say? A prayer request or anything before I let you guys go? Glory to God. Hallelujah. We will be having our power tomorrow. I'm going, as soon as this thing downloads, I'm going to um, upload it because I know I have a, a lot of people that are usually on Bible study. They're at work. And I apologize for that. Uh, but I have some things I have to do. And one of them you know, at first, you know, today's my son's first uh, game, and um, I said I'm not going to be able to make it because it's the same time as Bible study. And he didn't say anything but his face. Oh, my God. He looked like he was going to die. And so I said, Lord, you know, I can still do both. And so, you know, again, wisdom speaks. And we got to encourage our children, especially when they're nice and they're good and they're trying. You know, they want they didn't want to be supported like anybody else. And so that's why, you know, I made it um, earlier so that everybody can be blessed. Amen. Okay. Hallelujah. Anybody else? All right. Well, I'm going to pray, or actually I'm going to let our sister Regina close us up in prayer. And um, then um, I'll see you guys tomorrow at noon um, for our power. Amen. Come on, uh, sister Regina. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Father God, we thank you, first of all, for this hour. We thank you, O oh God, for our apostles. We thank you, O oh God, that you're speaking through us. We thank you, O oh God, for her obedience, O oh God. We thank you, O oh God, that you keep the fire burning, even sometimes when the flesh is weak but her spirit is willing, O oh God. Sometimes neither one, O oh God, but we know, O oh God, because of her love for you, she keeps going, O oh God. Lord, I thank you for every person on this line, O oh God. I thank you for every person that undergirds this ministry. Lord God, you know, Father God, the deepest desire of every person on this line in the name of Jesus. Lord God, I just come to let Satan know today that we got absolute faith, that we are looking to you. We're not going to back up in this season. We're not going to have the same old season. But we're looking to you more than ever because we know that the glory is here. We know that we're on the brink of it. We know that the number of Satan's days is very short. We've come to understand, God, what he's doing and how he's doing it. And he's the one that's trembling in his shoes. Not the believers, oh God. But we ask today, oh God, to give us the strength to press on God on this battlefield, oh God, because many, oh God, are in fear. Many, oh God, need your help, oh God. And Lord, we thank you on tonight, oh God, that everyone here and those that could be here is walking into their supernatural destiny and purpose, oh God. They're walking into the things that you have called them to do, oh God. Revive, restore, strengthen, 
heal everybody on this line, oh God. Lord, I thank you, Father, for every child that's represented, every parent and a child, Lord, and a grandchild, Lord God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, give the parents the strength, oh God, to do everything. Keep them balanced, oh God. Keep the fathers balanced. Keep the wives balanced in the name of Jesus, oh God. They have so much on their plate, God. It's not like it used to be, oh God. So, Father God, we thank you for this spirit of wisdom, oh God, that's taken the feet of us, oh God, and guiding us in the right direction, oh God. We thank you, oh God, that we're walking under a clear atmosphere, oh God, to where you can download what we need, every ill-spoken word that was spoken over our atmosphere, spoken over our heads, any ill-spoken words or curse words we have that has caused our atmosphere to be dark, our atmosphere to be negative. Lord, we repent right now, but I thank you, oh God, that even now, Father God, that you are doing a new thing, oh God, and we thank you for a new joy, refreshing, oh God, for the joy of the Lord is our strength, and we thank you for peace in each and every person's home on tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, and we say amen, and it is so. Amen. 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 God bless you, family. I'll see you tomorrow afternoon. I love you.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.